So let me thank my awesome sponsor, Gummy Cube. And they ask you this simple question, is your app visible in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store? That means are people actually finding your app in those app stores? Well, Gummy Cube, I think, are the best resource you can have to optimize your app and increase your search rankings. See how you can increase your revenue with App Store optimization. And to, to learn more, go to www.gummycube.com. That is www.gummycube.com. Thanks, Gummycube, for sponsoring the show. So I have an amazing sponsor called AppPress, and they have this wonderful app creation tool service that will enable you to go and build an app without knowing any code, just drag and drop. Now, to see this in action, I've been using the app called The Best Caesar. It's really easy to find on the App Store. Just go to thebestcaesar.com, and then you'll see how beautiful the app looks, how seamless it is to navigate. It really is a good example of what AppPress can do. I think it's one of the best app creation services out there and uh, it will really help you get your app on the App Store. So to go for a free trial, just go to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to AppPress for just being such a great sponsor of this show. This is Mike Michalowicz. I am the author of The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, The Pumpkin Plan, and my newest book, Profit First. And you are with me listening to The App Guy. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, The App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, The App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp, and uh, this is the podcast that will uh, inspire you to do some wonderful things. Maybe you'll set up a company because of listening to this, or maybe you will uh, just start building an app. Just do something awesome, because literally I do get some of the best guests from around the world to inspire you, to, to really uplift you in this whole world of app building, because it is, it's awesome. And Today, I've got somebody I am so, so pleased that has come on. He's going to be talking about his app. He's really moving forward with audio, which is like where I live. And uh, let me introduce Kevin Kleiman, and he is the co-founder of Raw. It's an app you can download, uh, R-A-U-R, and I'll put all the links in episode 315 of the App Guy podcast. You can get that by going to theappguy.co and uh, downloading the app. Maybe do that before you start listening to us because I think it'll just be a little bit easier to follow on with what we're chatting about. So, Kevin, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you for having me, Paul. Um, and may I just add, hopefully we can inspire a couple of your listeners to start their own podcast through the application. <laughs> yes, that would be uh, terrific. I mean, so let's talk about that rule. What is it you're trying to do with it? Absolutely. So um, what we're trying to build is a social platform for podcasts. Uh, almost all of the listening of podcasts happens within iTunes. It's the number is staggering, something like eighty or eighty-five percent. The problem with that is um, because it's not a social place, it doesn't have um, you know the traditional social features you expect that helps media propagate through network effects. That the growth is very linear. Um, so we built an app that makes it easier to discover and listen to podcasts. Uh, and there's also a function that lets people very easily create their own. Yeah, it, it's just so wonderful that you've done this because you're absolutely right. I mean, I have done 300 odd episodes. I, I, I don't think I've ever come across anybody clipping my audio uh, and sharing something, uh, which you get all the time in, you know, with images and, and blogs. And uh, so 
So uh, what, what are you doing to move forward and encourage engagement with podcasts? Uh, so there's a couple of things. Um, probably the biggest feature of the app is the ability to uh, comment and have discussions around specific episodes of podcasts. One of the things that really uh, stands out about podcasts is that they're very difficult to share. Uh, so, you know, if I'm listening to a podcast that you've done and it really inspires me and I think two or three of my friends should listen to that podcast, it ends up being very difficult to point them to that specific piece of audio. Whereas within Roar, I can, you know, mention them in the comments and it'll pop up in their activities feed. So the point at which you share is the same place where people consume the content. That's one thing. Um, the other thing we have. Well, let's, let's just, let's, Kevin, let's, let's just drill down on that yeah, one thing. Because yeah, I'm like, I'm really, honestly, I'm, I'm getting really excited, right? <laughs> so are you saying that uh, I can listen to uh, maybe, let's just say randomly, the App Guy podcast, okay? And, and I will like listen to like a, a piece of it, like a, in, 10 minutes in, I will leave a comment and then. Are you saying that you could share that that and it will go directly to that 10 minute in piece? So it doesn't go directly to the 10 minute in piece yet. Um, that's something that has been on a roadmap for a little bit that will absolutely be in the app. Um, but I can you can mention a um, you know another user on the platform and that pops up in their activities feed. Right. Okay, and, yeah, cool. Um, I was I was gonna say that's definitely a feature request for me, absolutely. I, a great example of this is uh, I'm not sure how much you use Instagram, but if you look at any of the very popular accounts like Nat Geo, any of the, like the really beautiful surfing photo accounts, and you look at their comment section, it's almost entirely mentions that people see the photo, think one of their friends would love that, and they just tag them in the post. You can't really do that with podcasts. And you know, a lot of times when you hear podcasters asking for help in growing their shows, they'll say, hey, can you leave us a review? And some comments on iTunes, um, but you know it's not nearly as relevant as pushing it towards somebody who they would know would love listening to the show. Yeah, you know, uh, just a side note: I was in my local subway the other day, and I happened to uh, reference um, like an episode of a, a podcast, and he listened to it. He left subway the following day and went off on the road. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, it does podcasts are definitely like really inspiring. I know that we've had people listening to this show that have left uh, careers, corporations and, and gone up on their own. So uh, it's just so exciting. And, uh, and yeah, you were going to mention then, so there's a sharing feature and then there was another thing you were going to mention. Um, yeah, absolutely. So there's a um, live dashboard of content being listened to by people that you follow. Um, so one of the big features of, how people find new shows is through word of mouth. And this makes the action of listening. Um, also, you know, propagating that out to your entire network. Um, there's another big one. Uh, were you referring to the creation piece? Yeah. The, well, obviously uh, it might get kind of, well, I guess what the Americans would say in a baseball, is it uh, where they're talking a bit too close to home? Oh, but, inside baseball. <laughs> inside baseball. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm English. Uh, but, like in a way, uh, do, do you actually are you taking the feeds from the podcast, or do podcasters have to upload their content onto your platform? So we, we pull feeds from iTunes. So any show you would find inside of iTunes will also be on our platform as well. Great, and uh, and there's a submission process. I mean, I'm sure there's people listening to this show who would very much like to try and submit their 
audios to you as um, the feeds. Is there a submission process? Uh, yes and no. So as it stands today, we have about 30,000 shows from iTunes on our platform. It's really tough to you know, make sure we have all of them. I think there's like 200,000 inside of iTunes. What we've done is, that's kind of like a little funny trick, is if the show does not exist on our platform, anytime somebody searches for something within the app, we take that search and we uh, match it against iTunes's library. And if that doesn't already exist on our platform, <clears throat> then it will be there the next day. So if you search for something inside Aurora and it's not there, but it exists in iTunes, we'll have it for you within 24 hours. Yeah, and I was wondering, what, what are you doing with the, the content? Like A lot of the content in iTunes is actually really outdated. I mean, mm. you just look at the charts, and it, it, sometimes it just annoys me because there's these podcasts that are like 2008, 2009. They haven't produced any new content for ages, and they're still sitting there, you know, top 80, top 90, whatever it is. And are you, um, like, making it timely or just, I guess you're pulling to a lot of those old episodes. So it's funny you mentioned that because that was one of the big problems. When you pull stuff from iTunes, they expose some of like the top hundred. And like you're saying, a lot of that stuff's outdated. Um, what we're doing on the platform is we're surfacing stuff that's more relevant. That's being listened to the most in that, at that given time. So, so what you're saying, Kevin, is that you could actually have a fairer chart system where it's only relevant content that actually makes it into the charts rather than this, these, these episodes that are about eight years out of date. Absolutely. And I think the biggest component about what we're building is that, um, you know, if you publish something, it automatically goes to all of your network of people who follow you, you know, friends and such. And if it's truly awesome, it's very easy for them to spread it to their friends and friends of friends so that the growth becomes more of a natural uh, process based on you know people really enjoying the content as opposed to I mean who knows what happens in iTunes with ratings and comments and you know how it's kind of a black box where they kind of let popular people in the back door um, whereas our system is a little bit more democratic I know I mean I I've been doing this now for quite a number of years and just uh, as we're talking celebrating getting into a top three position with my new show the app store launch stories congratulations you wouldn't, well you wouldn't believe uh, like uh, what that means to me and uh just knowing that like, like yeah okay that that happened maybe I'll, i'm sure i'm sliding down now but it was just that one moment of glory i'm going to take that screenshot and take it to my grave yeah. uh, but uh, uh, it just means so much and uh, but yeah, like a, obviously to have some competitiveness to iTunes and, and have more social interaction is, is definitely a long overdue. I, absolutely. And I, I think we've seen it in a number of different avenues. You know, Spotify did such a good job of taking um, iTunes old model of selling individual songs and creating the, you know, kind of on demand thing where it's more of a social system. You can share playlists, you can see what your friends are listening to. It's easy to push content to people you know or pull from them. Um, and I think that that evolution is what is going to take podcasts kind of to the next level because, you know, as it stands today, there's audiences um, are not overwhelmingly massive relative to video and all the other mediums online, but the people who listen are so passionate um, and like really do love podcasts that it really feels like it's set to grow exponentially from that. 
Yeah, I'd love to know your views on the in- industry because, I mean, I I feel like uh, there's definitely we're on the the verge of something really big where radio. I think Seth Godin was quoted as radio is about to fall off a cliff. <laughs> you know, are, are you ready to create some awesome content to to get these people? I mean, you know, you've been in, I'm sure, this industry for a while. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like, uh, is this a unique time for us? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen overnight. The key, so in, in traditional radio, um, the talk space, um, at, le- at least in the United States, is the second biggest format of all the formats. So there's a huge, massive audience. The majority of that consumption happens during commuting times. So... As cars become more connected, you know, right now, I think it's 50% of all cars have Bluetooth connectivity. And within 10 years, every car is going to be quote unquote, a connected car. So I'm not sure if you've seen the Tesla thing, but it'll likely have a big, beautiful dashboard and have on-demand content. Um, and, you know, as mobile networks continue to improve, um, all the analysts have those massive traditional audiences moving to digital um, because audio and podcasts specifically are kind of the least viral. The growth has been slow, um, but you know, over the last six months, you know, serial has been a big driver, uh, brought a lot of people to the space. And also a lot of the big media companies are really starting to invest resources. Um, so I'm not sure if you've noticed, but slate, which had a handful of podcasts now has its own division for podcasts. So does ESPN. So does Buzzfeed. The New York times is doing it. Uh, it's just, it's so, you know, it's so inexpensive to create content to reach such a huge audience. And, you know, with shows like yours, people listen for 20, 30 minutes and create such like an authentic, deep relationship with the person creating the content that that becomes a very valuable interaction. So I'm very, <laughs> it's a long uh, answer, but I'm extremely bullish um, and excited for the future of the space. Oh, that's great to hear. And, and well, I mean, this is a, a show to help inspire. We'd love to know a little bit about yourself, mm-hmm. Kevin. What what um, drove you to try and solve some of the problems in this space? Ah, uh, so I have kind of a funny background. Um, I actually uh, went to dental school about uh, four or five years ago. Um, I have a background uh, in mathematics from college. Uh, I've got a family. Um, legacy of dentists that kind of forced me into the profession. While I was there, I picked up computer science and I started building things, standalone web apps, a couple of games. Um, when I graduated dental school, I'd worked three days as a dentist and the other four days I was building web apps. At that point, I realized that I wanted to do something, um, you know, build my own business and do it online, doing, do something in software. Uh, so I built a couple of things in dentistry, hated it, um, wanted to do something in consumer, at the time, I really loved Hype Machine um, and podcasts. Wanted to do something around audio. I had a really great experience um, snowboarding with a couple of friends where we'd synchronously listen to songs. We'd hit play at the same time, uh, the top of a run. And my immediate reaction was, this is awesome. I'm going to build something that makes this easy. So the first thing we started building was the ability to share uh, music, the microphone, and phone calls. And as soon as I started building it, I realized that those are three entirely separate businesses and huge amounts of work. We looked at each module, uh, myself and uh, my co-founders, um, we looked at each individual module and the microphone was very interesting to us. Here was this amazing utility. Um, there were two billion of them floating around and no publishing platform existed for it. Um, everybody 
on our team love podcast and we saw how difficult it was to publish one. You need storage and RSS, you fill out metadata, um, you know, there's three or four other steps on top of audio editing, which I'm sure you're very familiar with. So we said, we're going to build an app that lets people do live audio broadcasts off their phone, um, very high quality. And when they're done, they're recorded and archived. So they stay up as a piece of high quality content. What we found, so we launched this last year, was that our best content providers were doing podcasts. They were conversational or they were commentary on something. They were 10 minutes or longer. And we saw that we had this amazing social backbone. And a lot of the issues that, or things that people complained about in the podcast space uh, was you know, attributed to the lack of that. And so we kind of combined the two, uh, and that is Roar, uh, which you can go download on the App Store today. And that's another long-winded <laughs> answer. Sorry. Uh, well, listen, I mean, first of all, I'm just writing some notes here. Yeah. Snow Snowboarding. I'm a snowboarder. I've been snowboarding for uh, years and years. I, I used to own a chalet over, over in the Alps. Oh, if, you ever in Europe, if you're ever in Europe, man, I'm, we need to go snowboarding together. And uh I'd love to take you to some of the, um, it's got some of the best runs I've been on uh, around uh, the Val d'Isere and uh, yeah, so we can talk about snowboarding. Uh, the, um, the, the other thing which I think people listening will be more, probably more interested in us just rattling on about snowboarding is um, uh, being forced down a family business. And I was um, you know, expected as a young kid to take over the family business, which was a plastering business. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't really want to do that, actually. But uh, but but sometimes we do take a wrong path, and I, I took a wrong path until I found what I'm doing, you know, and managed to make a career change. But uh, what? How hard is it to break away from what people are expecting you to do? Huh. You know, it's funny. Um, obviously, it's it's kind of different for everyone, and, and kind of depends on who your family is and how much pressure they put on you to fall in their footsteps. In my particular case, um, my parents are very conservative and very to the mindset that, you know, I should be a profession, a lawyer or a doctor or a dentist. And that had been drilled into my head probably since I was able to like understand anything my parents said. So I really believe that if to have a good life, I had to do one of those professions, which is clearly not the case. Um, and so I, a part of it was, I mean, granted, I did the whole dental school, like four years, huge investment in time and money um, that I look back on and think, like, sometimes I regret it. But most times I think that, you know, it was an investment in learning how to work hard. Um, for me, the ability to break off happened um, when I felt like I established the ability to become independent and it builds something on my own without needing that support system. Um, I, I think once I understood that I could be successful, um, that I didn't need to follow my parents' footsteps, which granted took a long time, that things kind of clicked for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that is going to inspire anyone listening who's going down like you know the similar path and they started to realize because this is what podcasts do. They they open up uh, other shared views that you don't feel like uh, anyone around you have but that that's one of the reasons why i set this up was to meet like-minded people i mean i'm the guy who give up a hundred like um, a six-figure salary in the city and, and gave up my sports car to go and, and met, waste money in doing the apps and all this sort of stuff and uh, people thought i was crazy but it wasn't until i started meeting real 
people online that had that shared, you know, dream and passion of what we do, that they start to become more comfortable with that decision. Absolutely. So. I, I have made, I made more money filling in for my mom has a dental practice, more, more money filling in for my mom over the course of three days than I've made in six months doing this. And I couldn't be happier uh, doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I uh, wonder what, what, why that is. Um, Cause it's hard. Anyone listening to this, who's in a, like a nine to five and looking at the salary, it's hard to even contemplate, uh, you know, that viewpoint, but are you able to sort of what, uh, try and capture why it is that people do that? Yeah. I, uh, why people do the 90, 9 to 5 or why people... Well, well no, I, I guess why people are doing what you do where oh. you, there's no... You know, I'm guessing that, that there's some hope of a really big payday at the end of the, the um, journey. But, you know, you're, you're motivated not by money but by like uh, problem solving and all the other s- stuff that goes around entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's something core about wanting to be really good at one single thing. I think if you're going to be successful in anything, you have to be a straight up nerd about it. So, you know, somebody who's an incredible lawyer is probably intolerable to talk to because they just think and talk so much about the minutiae of law, but that's how you get really good and ultimately really successful. And so, you know, I, I like whatever I did, I, I knew that I wanted to invest, you know, tremendous amount into and, and become, you know, really good at that. And I just wasn't passionate at all about dentistry. Uh, it's fun. I, I don't mind it, but it's not what I wanted to do every day. And the, you know, problem solving the people I meet and thinking about like the industry and media, um, this is just, I mean, it's just what I've come to love and, what I know I want to do for the rest of my life. So I'm pretty happy that I have eventually gotten to this place. So I have the good fortune of having a highly relevant sponsor for you to go and try out. It's Gummy Cube, and they will ask you this one question. What gives you a better return on investment than a user acquisition advertising campaign? And the answer is app store optimization. You need to be spending your money on making sure that you are doing everything right when it comes to app store optimization. And this is about really getting um, in front of your target audience, identifying who they are, define your app's core features and unique value proposition, and review competitor app store ratings and reviews, research competitor branding, positioning, keywords, and category, uh, optimizing your icon for uh, focus groups. I mean. Uh, these are all things that uh, Gummy Key will help you out with and uh, I think they'll take away the headache when it comes to trying to think about App Store optimization. So to go and check them out, go to www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And I want to thank Gummy Cube for just continuing to support the show. So please go and thank the sponsor, AppPress, by going and visiting www.app-press.com and sign up for their free trial of their app creation service. What they can enable you to do is build an app totally code-free. Just drag and drop, it's really easy. If you use something like Photoshop, you will easily pick up uh, AppPress. It really is a very easy way of creating apps. And these apps are beautiful. If you've got some really nice images, then it really does 
create a lovely app and to just check this out you can download uh, the best Caesar app that was built with AppPress. Uh, I highly recommend using AppPress and uh, to thank the sponsor why don't you go over and just uh, check them out it's www.app-press.com that's www.app-press.com and thanks very much to AppPress for just being such a great sponsor. It, it just uh, you, you give, give putting tingles down my uh, spine here <laughs> listening to you it's just it's great and uh, uh, well I mean there's two things we need to do before we say goodbye to you Kevin, we're going to try and squeeze them in the, in the last few minutes. Sure, One sure. is that uh, um, I would love to know what like your biggest um, challenges are at the moment, any big pain points in your business, um, because when we look at the pain points of entrepreneurs, we potentially come up with ideas for ourselves to solve those. So, so what are the biggest frustrations that you're facing right now, the big pain points? Uh, so, so for us, the biggest thing is trying to create the best possible experience in an app for listening and discovering to podcasts. And so getting the core people on to the app who love podcasts, um, and getting their feedback right now is our biggest, um, uh, is, is kind of our biggest problem at the moment or the thing we're focusing on the most. So, so what you're saying then is almost like trying to uh, get the right beta testers or get the attention from the right community to, to actually uh, start testing the app and making it the best experience before then, uh, hoping that it does like you know go a lot bigger. Yeah, absolutely. So we really want the people who love this type of content. I mean, we like it needs to be good for them first. And then I believe that then the product can really apply, you know, on a much bigger scale to the public. So uh, right now our focus is trying to find the people who really love podcasts and introducing to the app. And, you know, hopefully this is a better experience for them. If not, why isn't it? How can we make it better? You know, what are the things that people want to see or expect um, that might be missing? Uh, So a lot in there. uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I guess that's one of the big themes coming out of this podcast. I mean, I've learned a thing or two speaking to 315 uh, entrepreneurs and app founders, and it's all about feedback, feedback, feedback. That's getting the, um, making the app a lot better. Feedback Uh, and using it in a smart, uh, you know, using the right filters and using it in a smart way for sure. Yeah. Well, the final thing is we'd love to know, you know, you're a snowboarder, you've got a lot going on, family man as well. And I just wondered what you've got on your phone, maybe one or two apps that you could talk to us about that would be good recommendations. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Sunrise calendar app is awesome. Yeah. Have you used the meat yet on there? I keep uh, getting, I've seen the video and it looks awesome, but I've actually not bothered kind of looking into it more than just looking at the video i i you know i got my first invite to use that the other day and it was a really good experience right okay um, to, um, is it is it a paid feature paid update no no it's free right okay um that's sunrise i'll make sure that these go into the show notes 315 the with kevin um so i use actually sunrise all the time awesome. it's one of my favorite favorite calendars yeah um and uh another good one is circa uh the news aggregator app it's really um in terms of like getting a good stream of news pretty quickly the app you know i'm a sucker for really good design and the design is just incredible 
And is there any way, uh, I've not really used Circa too often, but I wondered if you could just get somebody else's feed that you think would be like having the same tastes as you. So for example, I, I'm like, yeah, say I wanted your feeds uh, that you've set up in Circa. Uh, Do you, could, are you able to share that stuff? I don't believe you are. Um, the biggest feature for me is the ability to follow stories. So, uh, you know, if something, they do a, a pretty good job of editing the stream of um, uh, headline stories. If I find something that's very interesting to me, and I put a follow thing and there's an update, you know, a couple weeks later or a couple months later, um, I'll get to see that um, continuation on the story. And I've really, I mean, a number of times that's been very valuable for me. That does sound good. Uh, that sounds great. Well, Kevin, this has been truly inspirational. Uh, seriously, to- talking with someone who w- we've got so much shared interest in a way, you know, audio, podcasting, and uh, following your passion and snowboarding. So uh, what's the best way of um, you know, getting in touch with you? Maybe if anyone's interested in becoming a beta tester, how can we, we um, get in touch? And, and uh, Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. the app is actually live on the store right now. So... Uh, if you search for Roar, R-A-U-R, uh, you should be, able, should be able to find it on Android and iOS. And, uh, you know, if you have any feedback or questions, comments, um, want to suggest any good snowboard spots to me, uh, I'm Kevin at Roar, R-A-U-R dot C-O. Kevin, what, thank you so much for coming on this um, podcast and sharing uh, the experience and just doing so much for audio, making it social, engaging Oh. And, and trying to help us, us humble podcasters, you know, try and uh, get a little bit of the action that the bloggers have had for years, which is like that social sharing. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, th- thank Wonderful. you for having me on. And, uh, you know, I, I really, we're very early and hopefully we can do just what we said and we'd love to see podcasts kind of get to the next level and, you know, you to be on the same level as the B. Well, you probably are on the same level of the BBC right now. If you're a top three iTunes podcast, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> briefly there, briefly there. Then the BBC. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, God, they're, they've got so much, so many resources, yes. and uh, they yeah. just produce so much content. And it's you know, I was just thinking, how many how many people are behind their production and oh, for every single podcast? But and then think um, about the difference in costs between you know to produce content for them versus uh your shows and well we were just having a chat in the pre-chat where i was like i'm not paying um 500 to episode to edit four episodes (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not they're like 300 quid that just buys the coffee (laughs) for the uh 15 engineers um yeah the other thing which i just forgot to mention is that i i recently got a notification from umano that they are they're bought bought out by um dropbox Mm -hmm. so uh, they're closing down, I believe, yep. and uh, uh, that—that's, I guess, in a way, people looking now for other um, apps. You should be trying yours um, uh, if they're if they're lost the Omano. Um But yeah, okay. Well, Kevin, thanks very much. All the best, and uh, love to uh, take you up on that offer of taking you out snowboarding in the uh, European Alps. Absolutely. And, uh, cool. <laughs> Thank you very um, much. Bye Paul. for now. Just to remind you that this show is sponsored by GummyCube. GummyCube are a big data company that are collecting data into DataCube, which is pulling data from the app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So 
go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to Gummycube. They're just such a great supporter of this show. Just to remind you that I am sponsored by App Press, and they are an app creation tool that will help you get native apps on the app store code free. They are one of the most upvoted products on Product Hunt for app creation tools. And so that tells you everything you need to know. You can go and try it out for free by going to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to App Press for continuing to support the show. So as you know, I'm reading out some of the reviews. If you've missed this section, uh, this is where I run through all the reviews uh, that uh, you've left me ever for the podcast it is so inspiring me reading this stuff out it's really motivating me and so let me go straight into it i'm currently up to the 18th of january 2015 Uh, this is from uk gamer 10,000. loving the podcast i followed paul for some years now his podcast is simply inspirational i love that word inspirational i'm so glad I've I've managed to deliver exactly what I was hoping to do. Uh, I get inspired all the time on the podcast, and I'm glad that you do as well. Uh, a US listener, uh, Core Big, uh, on the 18th of Jan 2015, five stars. Discovered by mistake, but haven't regretted it for a moment. A podcast which I listen to first thing in the morning always leaves me wanting more. Well, Corey Big, thank you so much. 18th of Jan 2015. Uh, Let's just move on. Uh, compelling interviews with app entrepreneurs. Uh, UK, Peter E. Johnson. That's Peter's E. Johnson's. And Five Star. This is simply a great show. The App Guide podcast is on my top list of shows I listen to daily. Oh, Peter's E. Johnson's. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 18th of Jan. The greatest app podcast on itunes or obi josh you are incredibly inspirational leaving this for me just reading it out uh 18th of jan 2015 us obi josh you're the best paul does what only great interviewers can he gets you engrossed in the world of apps some of which you'll have never heard of before that is fantastic these are just really inspiring me um, loving going through and reading out some of your feedback. Uh, outstanding. Uh, 18th of Jan 2015, UK. Roy's are out, outstanding, professional, high quality, and consistently educational. I've been listening since the start and I've never been disappointed. Roy's, UK. We should have a drink sometime. Top quality. Uh, The interviews force the listener to think about the real-world problems, how apps can solve pain points and disrupt markets. The section where the host, Paul, asks a guest for a pain point and tries to flesh out a new idea is ace. That is great feedback, Benson Carr from the UK, 18th of Jan 2015, five stars. And I really appreciate that feedback because I've always wondered about the format. I kind of just made it up and is from what I want to listen to. And uh, I'm really glad that you've uh, reinforced that. Uh, I was hoping to get through January's, but uh, I'm just, I'll finish. 18th of Jan was obviously a really busy day. So I'm gonna have to leave it for here. I'll read some more out 
uh, in the next episode. But for the time being, thank you very much for these uplifting, inspirational reviews. I am loving it. Thank you so much. Bye for now. So again, here we are at the end of the episode and I am reading out some of the reviews that you have. In fact, all of the reviews. And if you have left me a review and you have not listened to all the other episodes prior to this over the last uh, few weeks, then you will get a mention from these reviews. Uh, really loving this. Um, so let me carry on then from where I left off. 18th of January, 2015 in the US, uh, El Veal says uh, useful if you are starting as an app entrepreneur this podcast delivers real actionable advice from genuine app entrepreneurs i suggest working your way through the backlog of, of uh, back catalog thank you so much el veal uh, really appreciate that i just want to make sure i don't miss any out 18th of january 2015 a persistent dude great insight to the app development world you're in the us thank you persistent dude uh, the, this podcast is exactly what I've been looking for. I've been looking for a resource to educate myself about mobile app design and where I could start. Love the interviews on how a lot of these developers got their start. There is a ton to learn here. And Paul, the host, has put together a well-produced show and has some extremely solid interview chops. So many episodes to catch up on. Great podcast. Thank you persistent dude i hope you feel that i've been persistent in in making sure i get this content out for you uh jumbo slice three from the us five star review uh 19th of january 2015 so informative exclamation mark i just started creating apps and i couldn't have found this podcast at a better time paul gives you a plethora of great information to take your projects to the next level amazing information i can't wait for the next episode oh jumbo slice three on the 19th of january you rock for leaving me that thank you very much very interesting uk just wayne i'm not an app developer but i still find the subjects covered and interviews uh, very interesting great to listen to while i'm working uh, well, just Wayne, hopefully at some point you'll leave your job and become an, a full-time app entrepreneur. That would be awesome. If you do, let me know. 22nd of January, 20, uh, 2015, MKR08. Great varied guests, a nice wide variety of guests and good stories and high production values. Thank you so much, uh, MKR08, the UK. 22nd of January, I imagine this would be quite good. Okay, so Rose MCF, five star. Uh, okay, so <laughs> he says, uh, I honestly have never heard this podcast, but I'm writing this review in order to increase my chances of winning a license for Sublime Text. Okay, so I remember doing a Sublime Text giveaway and I think I was uh, trying to encourage uh, uh, you know some people to actually leave a five star review at that point. Um, so... He does. He writes it honestly. Thank you very much, Rose MCF. Hey, maybe you're listening now. If you are, uh, that'll be just get in touch. Very informative. Uh, Thai guy. This podcast uh, helps me to keep abreast on the happenings in the app industry and gives very insightful ideas for your own business. Lots of fun too. 23rd of Jan, Thai guy. Thank you very much. Well, 
there we are. We got to the 23rd of Jan. I am still going through January. This is going to take a little bit longer than I thought. So many wonderful messages of support. Be sure to leave your review and thank you very much for listening to this episode. I'll be sure to rock with another one soon. Bye for now.